This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. It's me, Stella Ray herself thank you so much to everyone that's been listening and screenshotting and putting on your ig story and tweeting it to me honestly it means a lot and i just always feel like i'm literally talking shit by myself and i don't know i think it just always makes my day when someone is actually listening it's just really cool so thank you i really appreciate everyone who does that if you haven't do it and leave a comment if you're watching this on youtube um sometimes i get comments from people that are like i never comment but i wanted to say this and i feel you because i feel like i don't know i leave a lot of comments on tiktok like tiktok i'm just like leaving comments on everything but i feel you because like on youtube videos i usually don't leave comments but do it you know let's all leave more comments let's open the discussion and also just leaving comments on people's stuff just always feels good like i know if even a friend comments on one of my IGs or something or like, you know, someone, maybe like an acquaintance, you know, it just always is like, oh, so let's make it a group effort to just comment more for real. Because like myself, too, I just always when I think about it, I do it because I know it also helps the person out, especially on Instagram. I think it needs to be more than three words. Like if you leave just like an emoji, yeah, it'll make the person feel good. But I think for their analytics and whatnot, I think it's if you leave a comment with more than three words. I don't know. That could be a myth, but that's what I heard. Dude, I know I've talked about it and I was tweeting about it the other day, which is why it's on my mind, but Instagram really fucked us over. (laughs) And, you know, on one hand, again, I think I have talked about this, but just kind of like talk about it again, to be honest. When Instagram first changed their algorithm from posts being shown in chronological order to just i guess it's like whoever you interact with the most their posts will be shown i went to this little instagram seminar presentation thing because i was with a youtube network at the time it was like 2017 when they made that change and they explained it and it did kind of make sense they were like oh you know now it's like you don't have to worry about what time you post because it will be shown to people at the best time for them. And it's like, okay, I get it now. It's like, it can be the middle of the night and you can still post and it kind of has the same effect. But I think if literally everyone, except maybe the top, top creators with millions of followers, if everyone's complaining about getting way less likes, way less engagement, and also just not being able to see everyone you follow's posts and stories there's a problem and I literally forget that I follow some people I'm like oh did like they block me or like I are have they been posting and then I have to physically search them and then it's like I haven't seen any of these posts I haven't watched their story in months just because it never shows up and like you know it's kind of like out of sight out of mind so I feel like you know maybe they had some kind of a good intention or good idea at the beginning but it's just not working out and I think it goes further than just like oh I want posts in chronological order it's just like stop hiding people's posts especially 
you know, if someone is trying to build a brand or grow, it's like so hard to because people just aren't going to see it. And then the less they see it, they're, the less they're going to see it. And sometimes I'm like, I just want to delete my Instagram because I'm like, I feel like I'm, you know, putting effort into posting every day and like posting on my story and trying to like get things popping and it just, just getting less likes and like no one's seeing my shit and I'm not seeing people's shit. Like I literally just see the same probably five, ten people's posts and stories and I follow almost 200 people. So it's like, it's just so annoying. And YouTube too. I feel like YouTube probably did something similar. My subscription box, like it used to be always, what was it? Was it recommended? But now my recommended is literally like I'll watch one person's videos for a few days in a row and that's the only video that's recommended. And then all the other recommended videos are just like, it seems like random stuff. And there's so many people I'm subscribed to that I just never see because it's not at the top. Whereas before I feel like, do you remember when videos would just randomly be in like everyone's like next up or like recommended or what was it called? I feel like it was not called recommended back then, like in 2016, but videos were just a more, a lot more likely to gain traction because they would be shown to people who like weren't already fans. And now it's like someone either has to be a big fan or have post notifications on or something in order to see your stuff. So it's just really frustrating and I just feel like it's really meant to keep top creators at the top and kind of like fuck everyone else, which makes sense because if you are a top creator, you're bringing the most, you know, traffic. So your ads are going to get more money, therefore make the company more money. So it just, once again, we have another scam, (laughs) but yeah, it's just been really frustrating. It used to be so easy to get likes on IG and now it's like, like, I barely get a 1,000. And I used to get, like, 6,000, 7,000, like, 9,000, 10,000. And now it's, like, maybe a 1,000. <laughs> My IGs have only gone... I don't know. And then it's annoying because it's, like, you don't want to care about... Like, I don't want to let a number define me or my worth or, like, my mood even. But it's just really frustrating when you know the cause of it and you know that they changed it. It's, like, not my fault. <laughs> yeah, so I just try to really detach. I'm, like, let me chill. You know, I'm on my highest path. That was the past. Let me not compare it to the past because things are always changing. Don't be too attached to the moment. Everything's connected. But, yeah, we low-key have a lot to get into today. So I'm, like, let's get started after that seven-minute long intro. <laughs> not sponsored. Wish it was, but... Dunkin' Donuts is still doing free iced coffee or hot coffee, but who wants that? Every Wednesday in July, but you just have to have the app, and it's really easy, and you get a birthday reward, so yeah, do it. Um, This was the first time I ever tried something new. I put a French vanilla shot in my iced coffee with almond milk, and it was weird. I feel like French vanilla in general, it always kind of reminds me of like cigarettes, and I feel like that's because, I don't know if I just have a childhood memory of going to like somebody's house I don't know if it was a family member or just I don't know but it was like that French vanilla like fake vanilla smell trying to mask like a cigarette smell so it just always brings me back to that and like leather I don't know so it was weird though because apparently the flavor shots don't have sweetener in them and it's not like Starbucks where you 
can be like oh i just want one pump or two pumps like they don't really do that because like i love i mean we're not supporting but you know it's like sometimes i just want a little bit, bit of sweet or a little bit of flavor uh, but let me know what you guys order from duncan because it's almost about to be my birthday bitch and i heard you get a birthday drink so i'm really excited i want to try something new um shout out to everyone whose birthday has been during the pandemic it's looking like it's going to be all of us so if you haven't had yours yet or if your birthday was maybe in january or february you're up next sweetie yeah what have you guys been doing for your birthdays i think i'm probably just gonna be with the few friends that i have been seeing you know i've only been seeing the same like couple people this whole time and probably just do that <laughs> chill get drunk you know the fucking vibes then like do i vlog it like i i don't know i, w I put this in my vlog too so i don't want to like talk about it again it's kind of talking about my birthday but point being let me know what you get from duncan someone on twitter this girl asked me to talk about how the astrological signs basically were changing i feel like they say this every year like oh you're not actually a libra you're actually a um sagittarius because nasa you know changed they found that it was wrong it changed <laughs> and can i just say that looking this up because i'd always kind of heard this but no none of the um astrologers i follow and no reputable astrology websites have ever like said this was true and my mom has never commented and my mom's like astrology queen so i've always just kind of been like shut up shut up but someone asked me to talk about it so i was like okay let me finally like look this up actually <laughs> just like see like what's the tea and can i just say i don't want to say it was hard to look this up but i had to be kind of like i don't know i just had to take a little bit more of a second than i thought to phrase my google search because so many of the top articles that were coming up were like yeah it's fake because astrology is fake <laughs> it's like okay that's not why we're here it's like do you not want do you not believe in vibes but i finally found a good article on astro style which if you've been listening to this podcast this is one that i always seem to come back to because i feel like they're not too like your horoscope for the day based on the sign but they're they just write things very relatably like i just feel like my understanding and level of astrology is it's a little more advanced than just like turning to your horoscope in a magazine but it's not like I, it would be kind of hard for me to read a chart without looking everything up so i just feel like this kind of breaks things down in a very digestible way but they finally just explained it and i was like okay this is what people are talking about so basically it was in 2016 and nasa said that they had changed the 12 zodiac signs because of a shift on earth earth's access in the last 3,000 years since the zodiac system was first created the sky has shifted because the earth's access the north pole doesn't point in the same direction so technically there's like a 13th star sign um but we can debunk this because astronomy and astrology are not the same <laughs> the actual constellations have shifted over the ages but western astrology follows a different system um, and western astrology is based on the apparent path of the sun as seen from our vantage point on earth that's why zodiac sign dates remain the same even as the heavens keep shifting in second century alexandria 
The tropical zodiac was created, which is a fixed system that is not affected by changes in the constellation, in the constellations or the Earth's axis. Axis. Wow. So you just have to think of like vibes, like think of people 3,000 years ago looking up into the stars. So yeah, astronomy and astrology are different and your sign is what it is. Like, yeah, it just makes a lot more sense to me. Um, but yeah, I just hate a astrology's not real ass bitch because it's like, why wouldn't you want to, like, I don't know, do whatever you want. I actually don't care. Before we get into more serious stuff, because I want to talk about my book, can we just talk about the different types of hangovers and how there's such a different variety. My favorite hangover is no hangover, obviously, but if I had to pick, I would definitely choose the kind of hangover where you wake up and you just kind of feel dehydrated, but you can like chug your water and like have coffee. You know, it's not like coffee. I hate when coffee sounds too dehydrating after like I need the caffeine. I love when I can have an iced coffee and water and Pedialyte and like eat a big breakfast and then take a nap. Or like if I had to do something, you know, I, I could do it but maybe I'd just be a little slow, but like, that's the best. I love a manageable hangover when, you know, it's planned efficiently. Like I love a, a chill hangover like that on a Sunday where it's like, I basically just have to do my laundry and like, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> if we had to pick, that would be the best. For me, the absolute worst hangover, the kind of hangover when you've had too much sugar or you were drinking a huge margarita like I remember back in the day when we could go out this was like I think when I first started going out and it was like I kind of knew the vibes of like how to knock it home over but I still just wanted the experience or I would just like get what my friends were getting there was this place that would have these huge Texas size they call them uh frozen margaritas and you could get them flavored so we would get like mango and they were literally huge like bigger than your head and it doesn't taste like alcohol of course you know, you go there on a hot day and you just drink this whole thing and like you throw up so much. But that kind of hangover is like all in your head. If it's if you're not throwing up as well, it's at least going to be all in your head. You're going to wake up dizzy. You're going to have the spins. It's going to be hard to even just lie there and close your eyes because you're going to feel like you're just like spinning out of control. <laughs> that's the worst. And I think that's also the worst for me because I pride myself on not really having sugar when I'm drinking because of that reason like I just want to take shots I just want to have my little drink with like on ice or with seltzer water or you know if I'm drinking like hard seltzers I pride myself on not like I don't need I don't need something sweet just give me a shot you know so I always just feel like not only do I feel shitty but I feel disappointed in myself like wow I know not to do this and I still did it that's like the worst because that's like it's hard to even just lie there and go back to sleep. Oh my god, I hate it so much. I hope to never feel like that again. When was the last time I felt like that? Like, I don't even know. But I hate that. And then, we have the kind of hangover where you haven't eaten enough. And I think the last probably two times I threw up, which it's only been twice in probably the past, like, literally nine months. But both those times were because, you know, I was just taking shots. I wasn't having any sugar, nothing, but I didn't eat. And that's another thing where it's like, wow, I'm dumb. But sometimes I kind of can give myself a little bit of a break because sometimes it's like I kind of eat before. And especially if you're drinking and then I'm drinking water, trying to stay hydrated. My stomach just like 
feels full. And especially if I'm also having like seltzer water or soda water or hard seltzers, the bubbles fill up my stomach so I don't feel like I want to eat. And then I'm like drunk. So I, I don't know. I'm not always like so hungry, have like the drunk munchies. (laughs) So this kind of hangover is just like, it's not in my head at all. I don't usually have a headache until maybe like way after, but I'm just throwing up and like, I can't keep anything down. Can't even drink water. Like that sucks, but low key, it's like, I would rather have that than just the spins and be like dizzy. I hate that so much. Oh, like I would rather just throw up. Oh my God. Yeah. I just really had to get that off my chest. But what other types of hangovers are there? I feel like for me, those are the main three. So my best hangover tips or how to prevent a hangover would be to just drink water, drink water after every drink. And especially, you know, these days, if you're not going out, it's just so easy to like have a water bottle and just keep it by you or have a cup of water and just keep filling it up. Because sometimes if you're like at a club or at a bar, you know, it's like obnoxious to ask for water. So sometimes do you drink the water? But I mean, not like it applies these days, but drink a lot of water, eat, don't have sugar, don't, don't get or make those big margaritas, you know, and Pedialyte. And do you guys remember in like 2017, I would always talk about activated charcoal for like a hangover cure. And I just feel like I haven't had that in so long. I feel like the main thing you need is Pedialyte or just electrolytes. If you guys watched my Vegas birthday vlog last year, I'm literally just carrying around a Pedialyte. Because especially if you're like out in the sun, oh my God, that's just so bad. The Pedialyte, chefs, kiss, like amazing. I just really had to get that off my chest. So let me know what you're, like, am I missing a type of hangover, you know? (laughs) But let me know. I should talk about levels of being drunk too, but maybe we'll save that for next time. Y'all, I'm so proud of myself because I've been trying to actually get through this book, Lies My Teacher Told Me. And it's just been, I feel like as an adult, it's just so much harder to read, (laughs) which is not like physically read but like finish a book or get through a book and I've just really been putting my mind to it and reading not every day but most days and you know just getting through it (laughs) I don't know if that's like I know some of y'all can probably relate but some of you will probably get a laugh at me um but I'm getting through this at I think a reasonable rate what was the book I was reading? The trauma book. It took me forever to get through just because I wasn't picking it up. Like, I'm a fast reader. I've always been a good reader. Um, but I guess just, you know, dopamine detox. You know, we just want to be on our phones and watch movies. As you get through this book, you know, it kind of is in a linear timeline. So now we're getting to more current events and there was a chapter about the vietnam war and then it was talking a lot about iraq and 9-11 in the beginning of all of that which is interesting because that's really what i grew up with and i would just always hear about it and like kind of always knew that it was happening but especially as a kid it's not like you really know what's going on so i guess taking the time to actually learn and learn like the real truth but this has been really interesting because the main point is basically that you know there's history that was in the way way back (laughs) where no one no one was alive during that today and then there's this history that has some overlap so whether our parents were a part of it or our grandparents or even us 
it's just so recent that we're not really taught about it in schools and whatnot because you know people are still around that lived through it so there's going to be a lot more conflicting opinions and they won't be able to just tie up history in this nice little bow you know the american way of like we're always progressing we're always moving forward you know and he keeps using this phrase called the international good guy you know everything america does all the war we've had to go to was just to resolve peace to just help those people help those people from their government help those people from whatever you know it's just yeah okay you can say that but it's like literally it's always just about oil or like money or a conflict of interest objective scholarship does exist in history which is why i risk words like truth and lies Unfortunately, the passage of truth does not in itself foster objective scholarship. Mere chronological distance did not promote a more accurate depiction of Reconstruction. Because the facts about Reconstruction simply did not suit the modern experience of the Nadir period, they lay mute during the early decades of the 20th, 20th century, overlooked by most historians. Historical perspective is thus not a byproduct of the passage of time. The social practices of the period where history is written largely determine that history's perspective on the past. Objective scholarship must be linked with a modern experience that permits it to prevail. So basically we're just going to take whatever side is most convenient for us at the time and what fits in with how we're viewing things now. Then when they start talking about 9-11 and even how 9-11 is taught about now in schools, they really said like, oh the World Trade Center is a symbol of world peace and individual dignity and the cooperation of men but it was really just like stockbrokers and investment bankers that were there the notion that terrorists attacked us because of our values our freedoms or our dedication to world peace is self-serving but shallow and inaccurate such thinking might be termed nationalist but is hardly patriotic nationalism does not encourage us to critique our country and seek its betterment therefore nationalism only serves us in the short run In the long run, our nation needs citizens who question its policies rather than blindly saluting them. And the first chief of the CIA's bin Laden unit agreed. He had been precise in telling America the reasons he's waging war on us. None of the reasons have anything to do with our freedom, liberty, and democracy, but everything to do with U.S. policies and actions in the Muslim world. He gives an example of one textbook that said, Fighting for freedom and democracy. Throughout the nation's history, Americans have risked their lives to protect their freedoms and to fight for democracy both at home and abroad. When authors blandly treat our military history under the heading, Fighting for freedom and democracy, they merely signal students that they will not be presenting a serious analysis. Leaving out the recent past ensures that students will take away little from their history courses that they can apply to our current world it's like we're just blindly following this idea that oh we're like free like they just throw these words around like freedom democracy helping the prosperity of our nation and others and it's like when you actually look at the facts it's just not true and i think you know it just makes people not really majority of people not really question the system but even going back to what I learned at the beginning of this book, you know, the first pilgrims, you know, we're taught that they came here to discover a new world for others, but really it's just like they just wanted more opportunities to make money. <laughs> Which when you think about it, that's just more that just makes more sense. Like it's like, yeah, you could see realistically, like, oh, okay, there's work over there, so I'm gonna go for my family. Like that that's something that is still applicable today and still relatable today. You're gonna go where the opportunities are versus like this someone you know put on a pedestal or this idea put on a pedestal of like oh i'm doing this for the freedom you know it's just 
it's like okay chill out this isn't an action movie this is real life and if we could think of history as real life and if we could relate to it and actually understand why people did things i think it actually would prevent us from making mistakes or the same mistakes leading forward because it's like you would understand versus this this scam of a progressive you know we're always moving forward like that's just it's just not true like we're literally so many people just don't even have basic rights and as i keep saying in every episode but the pandemic is just really proving that so just something to think about and yeah i think i only have like a chapter or two left in this book so most of it doesn't really look like it but most of this is like index um but so far i would really recommend it and i think it's really important to read especially at a time like this with the pandemic going on and all the protests going on and riots and everything it's just i think that just makes a lot of it make sense and this has definitely inspired me to just read more like i want to read more biographies and just i think it's so true what he said in this book kind of the the reoccurring theme of like a lot of kids find and a lot of people just find history really boring because it is boring like it's made just very simplistically and these were the good guys and these were the bad guys and bad things used to happen but now they're good and america is always fighting for our freedom and we're always moving to a a better society it's like that's great but is that really true and i guess learning the actual facts and whatnot it's actually like oh this this actually is applicable which may seem like dumb but it's like i feel like when we're just we just hear the same little story over and over it's like yeah whatever i don't care but to actually learn what actually happened and how it is so, still applies and affects today so much, that is what interests me. Because again, it's like real. It's not this little like Disney fairy tale. So I would definitely recommend it. Again, I'm excited to finish it. Hopefully by next week I will have finished it completely. Also, I did want to talk about this, but I don't know. I just wanted to say that like the Naya Rivera thing is so sad and I think like obviously we all know that that's just like fucked up and really sad and I think it's always really sad to me when kids are involved and just the fact that she was just there with her son like that is really heartbreaking what I really wanted to talk about is just how annoying people are like just the fact that people started harassing like her glee co-stars or like people started attacking big sean for this song that apparently he made about her I didn't know that song was about her. Is it even? Like, I don't know. It's like, okay, on one hand, I get that people are upset and emotional, especially if they were a fan of her, but to turn that into anger and to put that on people who weren't, like, it's not their fault that this happened. It's like, people really need to chill out. It's natural to be upset and heartbroken and just feel that grief, but... To start attacking someone and especially to start attacking someone for not posting about it like as if that's the most important thing like on one hand i get it if you're a celebrity it's like okay people are gonna kind of look to you to say something and look to you almost for guidance or like oh like what do they have to say because you know you're in the public eye but it's like we can apply that to like issues going on in the world not 
the death of someone that they were friends with or that they worked with or that they were close with like that is it's just personal like it's not you know oh why aren't you posting about like the protests that are going on it's like no like their friend passed away and you're going to attack them for not rushing straight to me to social media and saying something like that's just so fucked up to me and i think people just need to remember that like life exists outside of social media and again that's not to say that people especially celebrities shouldn't speak on important issues but i think again it's like if their friend passes away why are you going to attack them for not like that would be the last thing on my mind is like what am i going to tweet like especially when it's this close after it happened and they announced like they confirmed that it was her like that yeah so i just felt really sad because (laughs) it's fucked up but then just seeing people's reactions it's just like and luckily it's like i didn't actually see anyone's reactions like that i just heard about it because i don't follow anyone who would do such a thing but i just had to bring that up because it's just it's like people appall me sometimes with sometimes i think there's like an earthquake but it's just like my brain um but yeah like with how dumb they are and just like it's like think about it like have some emotional intelligence i think it's very normal for grief to turn into anger but take some breaths and like take a step back from social media first of all yeah i don't know it's just it blows my mind and i guess that kind of goes into cancel culture i don't know how do you guys feel about cancel culture because i just feel like it's not even a real thing like it's a real thing for someone to say something fucked up or someone to find something about someone's past and everyone attacks them for like a few days or like a week on twitter and then everyone forgets about it their fans go back to supporting them and they're doing fine i just feel like we see that a lot with like especially youtubers and the celebrities and artists because it's like like, okay everyone's gonna cyber bully them and then it's back to normal so yeah i just feel like there's a difference between someone there's different levels you know sometimes i'm like everyone needs to chill out sometimes you know stuff happens so long ago it's like you're really just digging at this point and like the person that they are today really does not reflect what you're trying to make this be but then there's people like jeffree star who like (laughs) just how do you even feel comfortable showing your face (laughs) you know it's like oh i've changed versus like people like i don't know i just feel like there's different levels so the video stopped unfortunately i ran out of space (laughs) So we're just going to have to be like, oh, to listen to the rest, click the link down below. Um, But yeah, that's just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I don't have an opinion because it's, I'm not like, oh, it's good or oh, it's bad. Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's like, doesn't seem real. Like, it just seems like everyone's cyber bullies. Like, if you actually wanted to cancel somebody, you wouldn't give them that much attention and you would just like actually stop supporting them. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts because I just feel like, that's literally all my thoughts go yep um just stop giving people who don't deserve it like views like stop just stop so i guess that's all i'm going to talk about today i don't know the camera ran out of batteries and i'm just kind of like what is my life now i i don't know um but let me know what your thoughts are on any of this down below and also let me know what you would like me to discuss in next week's episode or in future episodes i'm always down 
to have a discussion so yeah let me know thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys next week bye everyone